0: Hello and welcome to the It's Not Easy podcast, a podcast hosted by the Young Faith Matters team from the Llandaff Diocese of the Church in Wales. My name is Amelia Stevenson, and I'm here with my co-host Simon Evans. Together we both work as youth engagement workers for the Church in Wales and this podcast is just an opportunity to have open and real conversations about the challenges of youth discipleship. We're going to be chatting each week with a new guest about their experiences discipling young people and hearing what they've learned through the difficult and joyful moments of leading young people. And um, so we hope you enjoy. and welcome back to another episode of the it's not easy podcast we're a few episodes into the series now so we hope you've been enjoying if you have any questions or comments then feel free to let us know and we'd love to engage in further conversation with you all um so today i'm back with my co-host simon evans hello hello and today we're joined by father dean atkins hello hello how are you today
1: i'm very good thanks yeah
0: thank you so much for joining us today um to start us off, could you give us a bit of information who you are why you're here, what you've been doing?
1: Uh, of course I can't. I'm here because you asked me to be here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's> amazing, <laughs> you invited yeah. me and I accepted so I'm pleased to be here. Uh, yeah so I'm uh, at present I'm uh, the, a parish priest at Saint Mary uh, Mary's Church in Buttown in Cardiff in the old docks area of Cardiff um, but also ministry area leader for the South Cardiff ministry area which covers Grange Town uh, Buttown and Splot. I used to also be um, the vicar of Splot um, at one point, so I'm kind of back there at the moment mm. after leaving for a time. So it's mm. uh, it's an exciting time really, of sort of growing the the individual communities um, and, and growing together. You know, so it's uh, that's awesome. How long have you been uh, there for now? Well, I've been at St Mary's for six years now in the summer, uh, uh, and of course, ministry area leader since the beginning of of, of this year. Um, so it's been it's been fascinating i've lived in in Bute Town for longer than the six mm. years so whilst mm. i was vicar of saint saviour's i also lived in Bute Town. so i knew a little of the of the community but not as much as i do now from being the parish priest and it's just uh, amazing it's fascinating it's uh, it's got so much sort of history and heritage and culture and it's very multicultural mm. and um got lots of friends and colleagues and partners um f- from the muslim faith for instance and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and we've got a church school, a primary church school, right next to the church, St Mary's, which is a amazing school. It's a church school, but it's got something like eighty four percent Muslim wow. families' children mm. there. Um So it's it's amazing to see how you can kind of uh, nurture friendship and uh, within a Christian context, but mm. also with that kind of in, 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 interfaith context as well. It's, mm. Uh, mm.
2: So it's how have you have you found uh, sort of interacting with that school then in terms of? Um, sort of as you go in, in there do you go in there sort of fairly often and if it's the yeah church yeah school? we've got
1: a great relationship yeah we work together really closely i i see um st mary's as part of st mary's school as being part of the mission of st mary's church you know it's mm, it's, yeah. it's it's that close we're intrinsically linked um but when you when you look at i mean f- f- when you look at at, at at being able to to nurture friendships with with Muslim families, yeah. for instance, it's 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 so important anyway, but it's so important in today's context. You know, mm-hmm. I think that the school uh, and and the community of Buton have so much to be to teach the wider community and the wider world in terms mm-hmm. of yes, it is possible to live with diversity and to value diversity and to foster friendships between people of different faiths and cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got lots to celebrate and lots to lots to share.
0: Mm. Well, wow, that's awesome. Um I think the the school partnership is really important and something that maybe I'd like to ask you a bit more about. because um, I had a little look on your website, and I saw that you've put together a lot of resources for the schools as well so to like cover like from history to like RVE and things that like the school can download and get involved with. Um, yeah, and I was just wondering like how did that putting those resources together come about?
1: Well, it was fairly easy for me recently to do that because I was basically. Um, dragging st- stuff out of uh, all my archives because for some time before I was vicar of Saint Saviour's, uh, and oh. as I was vicar of Saint Saviour's, well, I was I was youth chaplain or youth officer for the diocese for mm. something like ten years. Mm. So I had ten years' worth of resources and stuff that had built up that I could kind of just collate and put together uh, and and put back out there in a f- in a fresh way. Um, the <laughs> the funny thing was though that that like ten years. Um, Ten years worth of work from ten years ago. Mm. Ten years ago doesn't seem a long time, but actually things change and references mm. change. So I remember having to go through all the dramas we'd ri- I'd written <laughs> and the prayers I'd written and taking out the stuff that wouldn't make any sense to young people today. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and, and one of the dramas that, that, that I had that kind of put back out there when I looked at it again I'd realized that there was a reference to, to posh and becks you know and, <laughs> and I thought <laughs> yeah. that's not going to make any sense now to, no. <laughs> to yeah. young people today talking about posh and becks because you know, 10 15 years ago <laughs> they were a significant kind of figure on the celebrity scene you yeah, know yeah. so uh, so so those references change but the but the but the stuff doesn't change mm. you know what you're putting out there is you know c- can be the same it just needs to be kind of freshened and modernized mm. um,
2: Mm. Yeah. So, d- so do you think the needs the needs of children or or young people? Do you think they're still the same over the time?
1: Obviously, the time that you've been sort of uh, well, around? both. Yeah, both yes and no. Um, uh, and I think it's, it's it's the key thing to learn, really, isn't it? Because because we were all young once, it doesn't mean that we understand what young people are going through now mm. or what young people experience now because the challenges and the issues. Are different so mm. I, I mean we had a little conversation before we started this interview about the equipment that you're using now you know yeah. we talked about like kind of you know just doing it yourself <laughs> when I look at the equipment that's available now to to make videos to make blogs mm-hmm. um, the existence of social media and so on when I started as youth chaplain there was no Facebook mm. um, and so we were we were you know, that, that that happened it was not social media so we were engaging with young people at a different level mm. social media is is huge now, do you know, so huge that so many people don't understand <laughs> yeah. every aspect of it. But the equipment that we were using, we were making things up as we went along, discovering, learning new skills. Uh, we d- you know, we didn't have any of the you know, we didn't have smartphones and stuff where you can make really snappy, you know, videos. We, we <laughs> yeah. were using old video cameras, you know, and mm. tape cassettes and so on. <laughs> you know, and that's just like 15, 20, 15 yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. Mm. So so it's about keeping on top really of of, of technology. But but yeah young 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 people are young people, but the but but the sort of presenting needs of today are different, mm-hmm. um, uh, and the challenges are, are, are different. Mm. But yeah, I, I, and going back to the, to the church school thing, um, that was that was an essential part of the work in that we were doing in the diocese at the time was mm-hmm. was the with the secondary schools, um, the, th- the three church secondary schools, um, was working with them. Um, one school in particular, um, we had. Uh, sort of great connections with, and mm. uh, and to uh, to have ignored those would have would have been f- foolish, do you know. Yeah. Um, mm. so, so I did a lot of work in the in the schools. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a one man band because when, when you know I was the only paid person, but we had a we had a an amazing team of volunteers mm. do you know of, of of young people and not mm. so young people yeah um who actually delivered the work you oh, know great. because we were we were so busy um i, I couldn't have possibly have done it on my mm. own this was about teamwork and collaboration mm. uh and being able to throw ideas around and bring together um you know large-scale events so we used to have a a, a monthly uh E- Eucharistic celebration in different places around the diocese every month sometimes we'd be in churches or the cathedral other times we'd be in a sports center or a theater or a cinema Very cool. um, or a sports hall and and gathering a group of young people in those different contexts and uh, uh, and delivering um sort of a time together of worship and and socializing was amazing so we would get hundreds at it every single month Wow. and mm. people would come down from certain areas of of, of the diocese in coaches mm. um um, we built that up to to like an ultimate celebration where we um, where we had a, 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 a celebration in what was then Cardiff International Arena, which is mm. the Porter point arena. Mm. Yep. I think we got about two and a half, I think three thousand people there wow. For, wow. for for a Eucharist. Mm. And, Amazing. Um, uh, you know, so try, trying to replicate that now probably yep. wouldn't work, mm. but it worked mm. for us at the time. Mm. Uh, and, and and what I was always um, very very keen to do was that those young people who came to those events could recognize that what we were doing there was the same as what was being offered in churches on a Sunday. Mm. Um, not, not identical, but yeah. they could recognize that this was the Eucharist, and what was happening on the Sunday was a Eucharist. Yep. Didn't have all the lights and the big screen and the dramas mm. on a Sunday morning in your local mm. church, um, but they could. there was a familiarity, they could kind of take that experience mm. and, and relate it to what was happening. Because we didn't want to do anything that was, um, that would be, th- that would separate young people into their own community or congregation away yeah. from, pe- from people mm. of other generations. Mm. And the amazing thing that we had at our at our monthly events, we, they were called E, uh, the E events, was that we didn't just have young people and teenagers there. We had older people as well. We had people in their seventies and eighties who were coming mm. because it was feeding a need that they had as well. They enjoyed mm. it, and we always reminded them that we that we loved you being there you're welcome here but do remember this is teenage territory yeah so don't complain to me about the loudness of the music because this is their territory yeah. so if you're happy to be there on their terms that's mm. great we mm. love you being here and and they love being there mm. um, yeah I, I love what you're
2: saying just about having sort of having that time for them or space for them but also trying to integrate them into the church so it's yeah. not that they they go to a separate place and that's the only time yeah, they, yeah. You know, they receive yeah. you know, the Eucharist or yeah. they have church, but yeah. that's actually, that feeds them. But they're also part of the church and it's, yeah. you know, and they, it's so they don't feel, you know, segregated or that they have to go somewhere else to receive what they, you know, what they think they need. Yeah, and
1: each, and each generation has something to learn from the other. Mm. So um, I, I, I always used to say this about how much, you know, we expect young people, children and young people to look up to older people. Mm. But there were there were so many occasions through my youth ministry where I was looking up to young people and mm. being impressed and amazed by their faith and and by their sense of commitment and their discipleship, um, and uh, and so they were they th- they had a sense of ownership at, with what yeah. was happening, but we learned from them as well, mm. um, and and that is so important, and that's why having this multi generational kind of uh, community is so important because. Mm yeah we 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 have a lot to learn from 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 one another mm.
0: um, yeah it's kind of acknowledging that there is somewhat of an even playing field in the like yeah we can it, as they say age is just a number and mm. we can learn off young people as well as still teaching and vice versa that it goes both ways um and we've spoken a bit on this podcast before about the importance of like a multi-generational church um yeah and I think what you said is 100% um important that um young people feel like they're part of mm. um the current church that they have this space that is and for them to share with um peers and friends yeah. but that it also brought in to the community that's happening um and is that something mm. that you've kind of put an importance on to try and build and to nurture
1: yeah i mean that, and that's how you that's how you grow leaders mm. um because all so many of those uh, those young people that mm. i watched growing up from young teenage years those people now years on are the youth leaders of mm. today the sunday yeah. school teachers the church wardens the treasurers um these the, the, the so the so we've s- so we 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 weren't just serving those young people where they were at that time. Mm. They continue. Many of them continued with their faith mm. um, and are now leaders in their own churches. And I don't think that could have happened if we if we'd regarded what we were doing as a as a as a particular church community, a youth yeah. church, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that youth churches don't have their merit or worth, but I do wonder what happens you reach a certain age that you're too old for youth church yeah and mm-hmm. then you need to make a leap into a different church community as mm-hmm. opposed to growing into another church into, into your own church community mm-hmm. um so you know going back to the idea of being that i was inspired by young people and looking up to young people i'm still inspired by those young people who kept their faith mm-hmm. and are now older married with their own children mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in their 30s yeah. um who are who are leading today and mm. contributing to the church and enriching the church with their with their faith and their mm. discipleship.
2: Yeah, because I think that sometimes when I'm or I've done youth things, and I think with perspective, I was thinking, what where was I at 16 years old, mm. or you know what was I doing at 17? And it makes me think, oh wow, wow, like they you know they maybe they love Jesus more than mm. I did, or they understood the gospel, or they're servant-hearted more mm. than mm. I am. And like you said, you get so challenged yeah. and sort of excited, and that's where it makes it worth it. Um, did, yeah. you, uh, did you did you? Invest, um, sort of, create for the young people. Did you bring them onto your team from a younger age? Were you, were you intentional in sort of bringing them on as volunteers, young people, or did that sort of happen naturally in terms of the discipleship aspect? I guess. Yeah, I mean, it
1: happened. It happened naturally because we, um, in all the things that we delivered, young young people were involved. They were involved in 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 the music ministry, for instance. Mm. They were involved in, you know, we did a lot of quirky, funny. Dramas. Mm. They were involved in that. They were involved <laughs> yeah. in, you know, in the whole production of it and the, and, you know, s- and the serving team mm. and uh, um, uh, and all kinds of things. Yeah, that was important. That, that they owned it. Mm. Um, so so whilst I at times would would plan and deliver things, it was always I would always plan and deliver it, thinking h- how does this relate to young people? How can young people be involved in this? How can mm. they how can they own it? How can yeah. how can it be something that they connect with? That's really good, yeah. <coughs> and, mm. you, I, and there were some things that we did that were really successful, like the e-events, for instance, and so many other things. And there were other things that didn't work. We tried lots of different things. Uh, and we didn't get the numbers there, uh, and they didn't have any life in them. Mm. And I think that was fine as well, actually, to try things, realise they don't work, learn from it, put it aside, move on to the next thing. Yeah, This is not all about being successful. Mm. And neither is mm. it all about numbers. Because I learned early on That whilst I was excited that you'd get 250, 300 young people in a church or a sports hall for something, um, that was great. But if you organised another event and you had only 20 young people, Mm. to stop looking over their heads to see who else was or wasn't coming in. Because you've got these 25 young people here and they've Mm. come for something. So don't be disappointed by the others who who didn't come. Work with the opportunity that you've got Mm. in front of you and those young people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's very, it's encouraging, isn't it for for us like different if the different leaders or different um, you know volunteers listening and everyone's youth group or context mm-hmm. looks different, doesn't it? And um, I always think, it's, yeah, it's just being faithful with 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 mm-hmm. what you've got, and it's sort of um, dying to ourselves because we we want you know yeah. you want it to be looked yeah. successful whereas actually yeah. it might be well yeah this yeah. this, this 20 yeah. these 20 people yeah. have come and their hearts are yeah. to learn and yeah. and actually we're going to invest in yeah. them rather than yeah, yeah i love what you said about yeah not looking over over their heads, yeah. you know, looking at the door. I think that's yeah. really, um, really yeah. good and challenge.
1: I, I mean, I, I mean, what 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 worked then, and what uh, and what was necessary then, actually, is important for today. Because one of the things that we were conscious of is that was there were small numbers of young people in lots of different churches around the diocese that you couldn't do big and bold, exciting things with. Mm. But if you brought them together, you had a huge congregation that you could. So it resourced those parishes; they didn't have to worry about doing youth work in that sense. That's brilliant. Their youth yeah. work was right we're going to do you want to come to this we'll take you there and, mm-hmm. and that was as m- as much youth work as some parishes had to do some churches had mm-hmm. to do yeah. and we were beginning to realize that some churches were doing youth work for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. um and so on the back of our monthly events we would resource the parishes with 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 the things that they could do so they'd come to the e events but we'd also give them small group resources that they mm-hmm. could Keep that local group of t- of young people together, um, but those young people in the different churches were forging friendships, and I see mm. it even now with those young people who are now older people. Mm. They're still friends with some of the younger people um, yeah. the, the, the mm. from different churches from from many years ago. Mm. Um, so it's all about relationships as well, isn't it? And oh, that's brilliant.
2: Yeah, saying so we we yeah we're quite passionate. I think on uh, on this uh, podcast or as the Young Faith Matters team for the collaborative ministry, mm. you know, yeah. working together, and especially with ministry areas now changing you know from just the parishes to ministry areas and ministry area lead like yourself um it's actually you know we i did it in my my youth context before I you know i only had a couple during COVID of young people yeah. and in the end i just i took them to uh amelia's youth yeah. <laughs> because they could get more yeah. there, were, there were more leaders there were more people their age yeah. they could relate to them there were women leaders that you know i couldn't offer something that they that amelia and their team could and um and actually, yeah, it's being broader. It's looking yeah. wider, isn't it, than our own church and not maybe being um, sometimes close fisted with what we've got and what are we yeah. doing, yeah. but maybe looking around like you were saying, Dean, and saying... Yeah. Well, actually yeah oh, you know dean's doing really good mm. stuff let's should we join with him or mm. you know amelia's doing a great this youth project should we join them for the week and it's l- and is that something that you'd look to bring in obviously with ministry areas that they've recently yeah. been set up is that something that you've got as a heart for as the ministry area leader
1: yeah i mean and we, we're really fortunate in in south cardiff because uh we're a, a group of churches that have a similar background and similar tradition yep. mm. uh and we uh we knew each other anyway um, so, but what we're discovering, not just with youth work, but with all kinds of different aspects of, of, of ministry and mission is, is, is collating our resources, mm-hmm. putting together mm-hmm. our resources, putting together what we already do to make it more impactful. Is that, is that a yeah. word impact? Yeah. Um, t- so this impact is, 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 greater and more significant and has even more sort of value and worth if, 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 if you like. So yeah. So yeah. Pooling those resources. Yeah. Um, particularly with youth work and, and mm. is, is, is essential I think and learning from others yeah. and and modelling mm. that work for others so they, for them to see how not easy it is but how possible it is yeah. Um, yeah. Because, because I mean one of my, my we, 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 we don't get we don't get value um, or accredited for the amount of work we put in but the value comes in the, in the fruitfulness and, the, mm. and, 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 and what comes of it mm. so you don't have to so it's not about being busy and hard working all the time it's about being smart Mm. and thinking about the outcome rather than what you put in so it's the mustard seed thing isn't it you only need a (laughs) (laughs) a small a a small spark in order to grow something Mm. something great um and you know i've learned that over the years you can have times of being frenetically busy Mm. trying to do so much well actually perhaps we need to do less Mm. um and allow the smaller amount of work that we do to 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 become big Mm.
0: yeah I think sometimes we want like a resume of things that we do so if someone asks us oh like mm. what did you do this week you can list off like 20 things yeah. they're like mm. oh i do this this and this and i did this on a wednesday night and we had this many people come when mm. actually like sh- should that be how we measure mm. like mm. well it's not how we measure fruitful- fruitfulness but mm. it's like temptation almost mm. to like have a list of things that we do
1: yeah we, we it's a it's a very dangerous culture i think this mm. culture of having to be busy all the time Mm -hmm. um it's it's, but it's about being more yeah smart and more fruitful and productive um and looking at the simple things that we can do um when i think back to my own growing up you know the influences on me and what guided me to where to where i am now i suppose was that it was the little things that i was encouraged to do and allowed Mm -hmm. to do
0: um
1: and so, the priests there at the time, and the youth leaders and so on, we weren't a large group of young people there, but it was the small opportunities that came my way and were pushed towards mm. me and the small conversations I had um, that guided me and mm. um, th- when I look back I can, I can i can I could name the individuals and I could name some of the circumstances mm. that were small mm. at the time but had massive impact on my life mm. and, and I think going back to kind of Youth leadership—it's um, about being supportive of young people, just respecting young people, um, having those conversations, mm. guiding them, and mm. valuing them, um, yeah. and valuing their kind of contribution that they can and do make. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's often like looking at, um, like looking at the young people in front of you, and getting to know like their interests and what they're good at. So when you're in like a um, like a church service situation or something like that for example and you need to you've got flyers to hand out or Mm. you've got um there's like tech stuff that needs Mm. to be set up instead of like you running around trying to sort everything out so actually like that person's really good at tech stuff and i know they do that that stuff in their spare time and asking oh do you mind helping me set this up and Mm. it seems so insignificant at the time but I remember, like myself as a young person, being asked to do like something that seemed insignificant. But you feel so valued that you've been asked to
1: yeah, help,
0: yeah. and the co- you can't yeah. undress me. The conversations that you yeah. have, like yeah. in doing the little yeah. like mundane stuff. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember uh, one young person, uh, bearing in mind you know, this was a time when there was no social media for instance, yeah. and, s- and people were getting to grips with websites and stuff. We decided yeah. we needed a website. So there was one young person, I think he was about 15 or 16 at the time. who just loved dabbling around with things like that and learning stuff for himself. So he volunteered to create a website for us, um, which he maintained for years. For awesome. Uh, and he also created, uh, f- as part of the website, like an online forum. Mm. So pre-Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but this forum where people could just post, you know, and we had moderators and stuff, where people could post things and have conversations online. Mm that that became huge that was really significant and then it started at some point then to get really really quiet and i was wondering why uh and a colleague of mine said well you know why he said because they're all on facebook now he mm. said we need to get onto facebook <laughs> so we were then following these young people onto <laughs> facebook because they but what we created at t- at that time was kind of the only form of social media which was mm. this online forum but they were able to m- maintain their friendships outside of the central events yeah. you know mm-hmm. and uh and have those conversations and observations, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, on different topics and and just, uh, and also had a laugh online as well Mm -hmm. in in a kind of safe way. Um, So it is about kind of always keeping your your eye on the future, isn't it, and where where these things are going. Mm So he, he could have been—he could
2: have been Mark Zuckerberg if he would have got that. <laughs> on there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He could okay. have been, this could have been a very <laughs> different uh, <laughs> podcast if we had—we had, uh, yeah, we had the here. creator of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Um, that's really good. Um, yeah, I love—I love what you're saying, sort of about um, getting them involved and giving them value, like you were saying, Amelia, and just finding the gold in it. It's seeing. Mm. I think young people don't necessarily know what they're capable of or what and mm. that's sort of our role, I guess, as youth leaders, is to is to see that, mm. or see them how God sees them, or see them with a yeah. potential gift, yeah. mm. um, and then say, yeah, go for yeah. it, you know, because yeah, yeah. that confidence, like you were saying, the small things, they, they sometimes people think are small, yeah. but just giving that trust, or saying, actually, no, I think you can do it, yeah. as a young person, that's that's yeah. huge, but yeah. Yeah. it might seem yeah. in s- not small to the leaders, or yeah. to the church, but to that person in that moment, it's it's big, and it's mm. a an affirmation saying, I believe in you, in this area that they might not necessarily, yeah, yeah. you know, believe in themselves in. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and like youth leaders, um, w- we have this idea that youth leaders have to have to be young themselves. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, and that makes that makes life much easier. Uh, as I said, you know, uh, where the age difference between me and the young people I was working with was 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 shorter than it would be now. Mm. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't have that ministry of uh, encouragement and that yep. ministry mm-hmm. of, of leadership with the, with young people. You just have a different relationship to them. So mm-hmm. so I would have been of the age group, but I would have been like an older brother kind of age group. Yep. Then you, you, you grow a bit older then you think, I'm old enough to be their dad now. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and then some people then will get to the stage where I'm old enough to be their granddad. But, but your relationship changes with them and their relationship to you changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still have that ministry of kind of... Of oversight and care and encouragement Mm. no matter what your age group is or your skills and gifts yeah Mm. Um, and and intergenerational work is important as Mm. well we've discovered this you know I know we're talking about young people so like sort of teenagers and 20s and so on but when you look at the impact that children have on much older people and older people have on young children working together Mm. uh, illustrates we need each other do you know we've all got something to offer no matter how young or old we are Mm yeah I, lo- I love that i love what you're saying just
2: about um what is your relationships you know with with the young people you know whatever the ages of if whatever if you're listening you know mm. it's thinking about actually how what is my relationship am yeah. i looking at the older brother and yeah. dean you said you were 29 and yeah. listening to the same music well i'm 29 and i definitely no, don't to the same music <laughs> so you do <doing> pretty well <laughs> the last i you know i'm not on, i'm not on TikTok or anything so <laughs> i'm behind the times yeah. but yeah it's yeah. just thinking about actually it's not about age yeah. it's about how am I going to relate and hmm. what's the gift that if God has sort of given you yeah. a gift if you've got a passion for young people yeah. sometimes it's just like you said it's finding that thing in common with the young person yeah. there will be something it doesn't have yeah. to be the music yeah. and actually at the end of the day it's Jesus we have Jesus mm-hmm. yeah, in common That, that is and, yeah, and that's, exactly, th- and that's yeah. the underlying thing and if yeah. that's the way that you relate to them yeah that might be the only person that they relate to on that level yeah. Yeah. about that yeah. subject yeah. and I just think just as an encouragement to people listening you know if just fight they'll be that common ground mm. and you're not you know you're never too old you mm. know, to be a leader mm. um yeah we definitely don't want to you know young faith matters we're saying you know it's, it doesn't matter what age you know if you mm. if you're excited about young people and kids mm. then mm. then you you are a leader yeah, you don't yeah. you know you don't yeah. have to be it's not like you get yeah. to a thir- you're 35 and get you yeah. graduate and you you know i think sometimes people see ministry to young people as like a you know a stepping stone and i do mm. youth yeah. till i'm like you said yeah, 20 yeah. and then yeah, yeah. okay i'll go to adults now yeah. because i've done my yeah. you know and and that's sort of really just, it's a gift isn't yeah. it
1: to, to relate but to kids yeah and we get too distracted sometimes by projects mm. yeah. you know we think we have to have a snappy shiny project and we have to brand it well yeah. um, what actually all it's about is relationships and friendships and mm. encouragement and mm-hmm. creating a community where people feel that they can flourish uh mm. and where they are valued and they're worthwhile don't get me wrong you know projects and branding and stuff is important in this in, in you know in the competitive world yeah for, yeah mm. for, for attracting people to something um and we did a lot of it you know we we messed about with slogans and words and images mm. and stuff but none of that was really important no. that was just like a, a fish hook really it was yeah. what was underneath that was really important and i, I remember one of the when i was preaching at one of the e events and we had lights and a big screen and a big sound system and and so on and i remember preaching about the, the the Eucharist and and how important it is to us, and I, and I said, you know, all these lights, all these screens, you know, all this stuff. I said is completely irrelevant. We could take it away now. We could mm. remove it, and we'd still have at heart what we've come here to do. Mm. At which point, the person operating the lights turned them all off. Really? And yeah. Saying, <laughs> all right. <Wow>. Then <laughs> <carry> <laughs> Make a point Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that was just a a, a joke, but but yeah, we don't we we do, you know, it's great to have those moments and those uh, and those kind of externals, if you like. Uh, you know, and I and I valued all of those, mm. and I've used them to their full potential. But let's not forget what what they're for. Mm. Yeah, mm. you know, and, th- and there are more ways than just all of that to, mm. to, to get to, to to the heart of people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think like where you said, relationship is the the most important mm. thing. And the reality is, the young people and children have so many voices and things that speak into their lives with us through social media, mm. like friends and family. Mm. And not all of them are positive. Quite a lot of them mm. are negative. Mm. So in reality, they need like infinite amount of people who will Mm. come alongside Mm. them and say that you're good at this. or like, Mm. I see this in you. And actually I don't care that you like this thing, or I don't care that we have different faiths. Mm. I'm still gonna journey Mm. alongside you and I'm still gonna support you Mm because they just need that input in their lives. And like you said, sometimes it's not about the programs. They can just be the way in or Mm. the door that's open to them. Mm. Mm. And it's the relationship that's important. Um, but just going back to um what you were talking about earlier about building almost talking about like that discipleship process mm. and how the young people became young leaders mm. and are now in the church with their own children mm. and obviously that's a story and of discipleship that we all love to hear and I guess mm. is the goal of youth discipleship really isn't that you see like young people come through mm. um the church and are now part of the church with their own children and mm. the circle continues um but in reality like that's quite a no, it's a, a process you need to be committed to, and it's a long process. Mm. Um, and you probably didn't start with that team around you.
2: Yeah, and it's uh, sort of thinking, isn't it? That's the most thing, that God knows what you what you need. Mm. You know, God knows how many leaders you need yeah. for the thing that He's mm. called. You yeah. know, what for the group or the yeah. whatever it might be that He's called you to do. You know, and and I think sometimes it might be intentionally praying as well. You yeah. know, for those people, like Lord, mm. you know, you yeah. know who we need. You know how many I need. Can you bring them along because I, you know, I can't do this on my own. Or I might have two yeah. at the moment, but we need four. You know, mm. and it's sort of investing in that, as on a prayerful side as well. You know, just because I think otherwise, as leaders, we do take it on ourselves too much. You know, and it's it's our responsibility, or mm. it's the you know the vicar's responsibility, yeah. or whereas actually it's mm. it's all the church's responsibility. Yeah,
1: and I and I've learned this. I mean, we you know we, about working with different, recognizing people's different personalities. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, I've, I've, b- because because we had that sense of of trust and friendship, is that we could say things to each other, which was fi- which was challenging. Yeah. So there were uh, times where I like, you know, perhaps naturally, I wouldn't use the word control freak at all. But, <laughs> but I, like, I sometimes I have an idea of, of of how something should be and what I, I and, yeah. I, you know, and uh, and we some people sometimes would just say, you know, you don't have to do that. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's about having that openness of of not trying to do everything yourself but like recognizing that mm. somebody else can can do it and that we've all got different personalities we're all good at something mm. and we're not all good at everything um yeah. so yeah so it's it's a, it's about having that sense of self awareness as well yeah um, as, mm. well, as well as an awareness of other people and 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 taking taking challenge and criticism along with you know praise and affirmation as well because it's all part of the same thing yeah mm. no, that's really good yeah it's whole just thinking holding things
2: lightly isn't it you know mm. being being comfortable if if it doesn't look mm. like how we thought it looked or mm. Mm. that we because because the idea of as leaders is to yeah develop leaders isn't mm. it you know as you were saying mm. uh dean it's it's mm. to develop those leaders and you can only develop leaders by like we were saying earlier mm. giving them opportunities mm. and al- and allowing them the space to grow mm. so you know i think mm. if i was really you know i was really uh, blessed in city church with ricardo but uh, he's you know allowed us to do it because he was open-handed with responsibilities and mm. maybe it's taking a sermon or preaching or helping or leading whatever it might be but it, you know if we held if as leaders we hold on to that mm. we'll be the ones you know mm. we'll stunt our growth because we'll be doing the same things over mm. and over again whereas just releasing that thing that you were saying earlier amelia that might look small but big mm. in terms of growth. Mm. So I think it's being sort of open-handed with mm. the yeah the control and the what was this going to look like or how's it going to go because mm. I know I can do that sometimes as well sort of yeah go with control mm. because yeah. you I want it to look like th- I really want it to go well, but that's in my eyes, you know, not <laughs> yeah. not in God's eyes yeah. or in I, Amelia's I, yeah. eyes, but it's how I thought it yeah. was going. It's, it's, yeah. it's,
1: yes, it's. Uh, I often used to get told off for of that because I would say that's not what I wanted, <laughs> and they say, well, that's not what you said. I said, well, I did. T- you know, I told you this. I said, oh, you know, so, but I obviously yeah. I thought I'd communicated it clearly to a mm. group of people that this is what you know yeah. we wanted to do, but obviously I hadn't communicated mm. it clearly enough. Mm. So, um, yeah, but but not holding too sort of fast to. Uh, um, a, a vision, if you like, because yeah. you, what what you have a plan for may turn out to be something completely different. Mm. And I think, uh, you know, d- d- leave leave it grow naturally because it's become yeah. something that you didn't expect. Mm. Um, don't try to make it always what you expect it to be.
0: Mm. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, I guess there's like a again there's a balance of like preparation, but then leaving room for. God. Like you, you're yeah. God, <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, because <laughs> you can't be completely unprepared and just wing it. Like you need some sort of preparation, uh, but you do need that, yeah. like Holy Spirit space where, yeah. like, God can move, where in your weakness or, mm. and just allowing mm. room for God to mm-hmm. come in. So it's not like a structure. This we're doing it this way, and there's no other way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't. That means it doesn't look like how you planned because our plans. Yeah very often on God's plans. And well, it's like that phrase, men, and I no. often
1: use this in homilies. You know, if you want to know what makes God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <'cause> sometimes <laughs> his plans are very different for us. Mm. And um, mm. Yeah, it's about that. You know, I talked about trusting other people, trusting your team and them trusting you, but it's also about mostly trusting God, yeah. you know, mm. and uh, and recognizing that he does have something to do and say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in yeah. What we are trying to do and say.
2: Mm. Yeah, because I was thinking of just pull then when you were talking to me. you know, when I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. Mm. Because, and I think as leaders, sometimes we do feel weak, or you feel yeah. oh, I can't do it. I don't yeah. know what mm. we're doing, and yeah. that might be the experience of people yeah. listening. But
1: yeah, and how do you evaluate actually what you've um, what you've done? Yeah. Because it's very difficult to evaluate things yourself. Because you know, quite a few occasions, if I've preached, for instance, or done something, um, you know, organized something, and I thought, oh, I didn't go very well. Yeah, that was that mm. was awful, and it'll be that moment but somebody will come up to you afterwards mm. and say that really meant a lot to me. And yeah. I was thinking, yeah. yeah, but it was awful. Mm. What I said was terrible, surely I really failed there. Yeah. But, but actually it's, it's, it spoke to other people. So um, mm. so yeah, yeah d- don't be too harsh on on, on yourself, I think. Mm. Yeah, and no, there's someone
2: once said to me, I, I, um I just sort of said, or challenged me in terms of when you do something, or if you did a youth, you know, to ask God how it went first. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? And just saying actually, as long as God was happy, satisfied with what i did because that because it maybe it was you know accomplished his purposes that Mm. didn't look like mine and maybe it was a terrible Mm. preach Mm. that i gave you know i'm probably i'm sure i've given many of Mm. those but but oh god was that was that all right and then it it doesn't matter what i think or what you know uh, somebody else comes up and then if someone comes up and says it was good great thanks that's great if if someone comes up and says it's terrible
1: yeah
2: that's okay too if Mm. yeah yeah. if i've got the affirmation or the support from from God, and I'm just yeah. really challenged by that, and yeah. it's a hard one to, well, it's finding to that, live
1: out. That finding that pearl of great price, isn't it? So mm. that you could, again, going back to preaching, uh, most of what you say could just be renders to you or everybody else, yeah. but in the middle <laughs> of it, there may be that pearl of great price, yeah. actually, that was put there mm. um, for somebody to find um, mm. the small things, back to yeah. the small things, the mustard seed again. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So, just to round off this episode, then, what is one piece of advice that you would give to youth leaders? Well,
1: I, th- I think s- something that we've already s- spoken about is 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 not s- is not seeing it as hard as hard work, mm. um, but doing those little things, um, not trying to run around and be busy and too creative at times, and and, and looking over your shoulder at what uh, other people are doing, but looking at what you can do and just do it, mm-hmm. um, and and see what comes of it. Um, really, and measure. Measure your worth and your value by, by the fruitfulness, not by the mm. amount of work that you put put in.
0: Yeah,
2: mm.
1: so good. Yeah. Thank
0: you
1: very much. Yeah. Oh Father Dean,
2: thank you for coming on. Enjoyed it. It's Sa- been great. Thank yeah. you for giving us your time. Yeah, we've really, really enjoyed that. There's a lot to, uh, to ponder on. I know I've been challenged a few <laughs> times uh, throughout this episode. But yeah, thank you for giving us your time. Uh, yeah, and thanks, guys, for for listening. We'll, we'll see you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Young Faith Matters team. If you want to find out more about what we're up to, you can head to the Diocese of Llandaffa website and find us under Education and Young People. Or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook under Young Faith Matters. If you'd like to chat further about anything you've heard on this podcast today, you can email us at theitsnoteasypod at gmail.com. That's the It's Not Easy Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you so we can chat further about anything to do with youth discipleship.